Hey, good morning, good afternoon or good evening, depending on when you're watching or listening, of course, if you're on one of the audio podcast platforms, to this edition of Hypnosis Week Live. Now, if you are watching, then you can already see uh, this week's guest on the screen, but we will introduce him in a moment. If you're on the audio podcast, you'll hear his voice very shortly. He's uh, on the line all the way from Belgium. He runs the European Hypnosis Academy and Hypnos Centrum in Belgium. Uh, you will find all of his web links, social media links and all that kind of stuff below this video or below the um, speaker symbol on your favourite podcast channel so you can go and check out his books, his courses um, and and his newly started podcast, all things that we'll talk about over the course of the next uh, sort of 60 minutes. He is in Belgium, um, the an official licensed trainer for the late and great Jeffrey Stevens direct hypnosis protocol. He's a licensed trainer for Sheila Granger's gastric band. As you know, Sheila's been on the show before. You can check her out on a past episode. Um, he is a licensed trainer for uh, the Dave Alman Hypnosis Institute and uh, also for Bob Burns, uh, the Swan, or as I call it, Naked Pendulum, but we'll, um, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that a bit later on. Uh, so please welcome to the show, and he's going to kill me probably because I will probably pronounce this wrong and probably offend him. But I think, well, I know the first bit's Rob, but I think it's DeGroof, Rob DeGroof. That's how English people pronounce it, <laughs> but it's actually DeGroof. Ah, <laughs> but, it's DeGroof. But I'm, I'm all, already used to uh, to it that people call it DeGroof. So, uh, yeah, people oh. in Belgium here, they, they sometimes laugh with it. They, they say, hey, DeGroof. <laughs> so, I yeah. should know better because my sister, uh, well, my half-sister, because it was from my dad's previous marriage before my mum, but she um, was brought up in uh, Holland. And same language it's uh it's exactly the same language uh, that we use but the accent is different it's like like english and scottish and and united states english but it's the same the same dictionary same uh, grammar it's exactly the same language all oh, right okay uh, you learn something new every day so rob look i know you are a lot of the people who are watching and listening already will have heard of you. They may have seen you presenting at one of the many hypnosis conventions uh, around the world over the years or come across your website or, or, or one of many other ways. Um, but there will be some people who don't yet know you. And even the ones that do may not know how you got to where you are now, namely doing hypnosis also having an involvement in mentalism, which we'll talk about later, and obviously being involved in hypnotherapy. What was your journey? What was your path to get to here? Because I know you had a background in theatre as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, like 10 years ago, I was still running my, uh, my entertainment business here, here in Belgium. So I started quite soon doing uh, theatre. Uh, when I left uh, high school, I went into theatre. Uh, and a few years uh, years later, I had my own uh, entertainment company. So we were actually um, delivering uh, acts, all kind of acts, from from uh, fire spitters, jugglers, uh, balloon uh, balloon modeling clowns. Uh, I had my own clown show, stilt walkers, whatever, name it. And we we were able to find it for for the organizations in the Netherlands or in uh, Belgium. Most of the time in Belgium, of course. But we we had also clients in the Netherlands. And um, I did that for many, many years. So I had my own uh, illusion show uh, most most of the time uh, for children. Uh, we did uh, all, all the most of the acts that I provided, I could do myself. So I learned how to do fire spitting, juggle, uh, magic, of course. Uh, but um, after a while, I was really getting uh, tired to perform for children all the time. So we, sometimes we were performing for, for adults as well, but but not actually like it was more like we, we, we do something for children. There were some adults and I find it more interesting to, to um, entertain adults than, than always children. So I wanted to add something uh, to my repertoire so I could uh, entertain more uh, adults. So, and uh, the joke that I'm always making is that uh, I can't uh, sing, so there were only two choices left, or I could become a stripper or a hypnotist. So I uh, decided to become a hypnotist because stripper, yeah, the career, 
the time <laughs> that you can do your career is quite uh, short because after a while they don't want to see you naked anymore. So, uh, <laughs> so I decided to become uh, a hypnotist. So I had no intention at all to to become a, a therapist because in my uh -huh. mind a therapist was like uh, yeah you come into the guy's office then then you have to tell the entire story of your life and all the, the sorrows that you had and, and things like that and then the therapist started working and and I was totally not interested in that type of uh, doing uh, hypnosis so I, I actually wanted to learn it to do uh, stage hypnosis and, and street hypnosis of course so I started looking around for some trainings in Belgium couldn't find anything uh, then so yeah it was it was in my back in the back of my mind oh hypnosis maybe interesting and then um all of a sudden i got an, a newsletter from uh, a magic shop in the netherlands um and they said oh we have in one month we have a, a lecture uh, at, at wednesday evening or something uh, from a, a stage hypnotist uh, so i signed up immediately so uh, i drove with a few of my uh, people that work for me, uh, some of the, the, the artists. Uh, we drove to uh, the Netherlands and uh, so yeah, there was that lecture about uh, street hypnosis or, or uh, entertainment hypnosis. So, but, but I met some people uh, in that lecture who had a kind of a meetup group. It was before there was really actually much going on on, on Facebook. It, uh, they, they had some meetups, uh, some weekends, they just gathered and talked about hypnosis. So they, they invited me uh, for, those, uh, for those weekends. I was uh, well, watching some, some online courses or it was more DVDs that time. Um, so, and I start, start doing hypnosis with, with, with my artists, uh, with my secretary at that time. And they, it's still on, on YouTube, the, the, the clip that I did with my secretary. So, um, and the, the, of course, the good thing of being an entertainer for so many years is that my, my uh, I can speak quite congruently and, and so everything worked quite uh, fast uh, when I was doing uh, the hypnosis. But then all of a sudden, um, I got this phone call from uh, one of the guys I met at the, those meetups and he said, yeah, uh, I bought these DVDs from a, a, a an American guy, American hypnotist called Jeffrey Stevens, and that's something for you. You really, you really should watch these DVDs. And I asked him, "Is it uh, street hypnosis? Is it uh, show hypnosis?" No, no, no. It's change work. It's therapy. And I said, "No, I don't want to be a therapist." And he said, "Yeah, but this, this is something for you. It's no nonsense hypnosis. It's short, powerful sessions. You really should watch these DVDs." So uh, I got the DVDs and I start watching. And after like one hour, I went to my my office. And I said to my secretary and, and uh, the other technical guy that was working for me, I said, I don't want to be disturbed for the next eight hours because I just want to keep watching these DVDs. Uh, hold all telephone calls for me, write down the questions. I will answer them tonight, but not now. So I kept uh, watching the DVDs and I, I had something, oh, okay, on this way, if, if you can do therapy on this way, then maybe it's something for me. Because at that point, I was already convinced, and that's something I tell my, my students a lot, I was already convinced that you can't become a good hypnotist when you're not hypnotizing people. So in Belgium, it's not that easy to, to become a stage hypnotist. First, it's illegal. We actually can't do stage hypnosis in Belgium. There is a very old law. Nobody is acting on it. But officially, we can't do stage hypnosis. And the other big problem in Belgium is the language. We have we have a very small country, only like 11 uh, million people. But half, it's it's a bit less, but uh, almost half of them, they speak French. So, and it's not easy to, I did it. I did it when I was a clown. I did uh, some shows, not, not much, because I actually don't like doing it. Uh, I did some, some, um, some shows uh, in which I speak uh, Dutch and French. But okay. first of all, my French is okay. I can make a conversation in French, but I can't entertain in French. And as I can't hypnotize in French. I can hypnotize in English. I, if I study it, I, I maybe can hypnotize in French, but I don't have the urge to do it. But you can't do a hypnosis show speaking two languages. It, it's you have to say everything twice it's 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 crazy so um so there are not not much opportunities to do hypnosis shows in belgium or you have to go to high schools but in belgium what about just using an interpreter because i mean yeah I, i've done that in the past 
Yeah, I know, but then but then you have to to the problem is that uh, the audience will be mixed. The audience will be Dutch speakers and French speakers, and the 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 especially when you work for companies and the companies they will want you to do it in in two languages, not with an interpreter, because that for them that's that because then the French speakers will be oh we have to listen to the interpreter. So and then the interpreter is, is, is has to say anything. The the Dutch people will will not follow the pace of your show is gone when you when when the entire audience is Chinese you can do it with an interpreter because you can just do your thing and the interpreter can do your thing but when the half of the audience actually understands you and the other half has to listen to the interpreter it's it's really really crazy and and they don't want it they, they because there are entertainers who speak uh, two languages so they want they want it in two languages so I really realized that I uh, I can't have gigs every week to do hypnosis so I said maybe when I do like two or three hypnotherapy sessions and the way that that I saw on the the Jeffrey Stevens DVDs then I will hypnotize at least two or three people every week so I I stay in touch with hypnosis and then sometimes I have a gig sometimes not because I had my other gigs as well yeah. so so um, so I decided to create a little website uh, at that time it was called just hypnotherapy Arscott is, is the town that, uh, that I live in um, and I used actually the same marketing principles that I that I used for my entertainment uh, business at that time, Google AdWords. And the good thing, when I started using Google AdWords for entertainment, I was the first on, on especially on the search uh, words like fire spitting and, and balloon clown and things like that. And when I started doing it for hypnotherapy, I was also the first. So after like three months, I had a full-time hypnotherapy business. I didn't plan it, but it just came. So it was... Sometimes it was was highly unprofessional because I was doing it at my office where also my entertainment business was. So sometimes there, just before the set, the, the client arrived, uh, one of the artists just put all his material there, his stilts and his his clown shoes and things, and then the client has to enter. So it was highly unprofessional, but I had good results. So so uh, also buy of course the Google AdWords, but then uh, after the good results, buy the the uh, referrals. My, my schedule was was growing and growing and growing and so um, and then I, I started getting more and more into hypnosis because yeah it was my full time I was full time busy with hypnosis uh, and at that time uh, also yeah then I then I felt that I that I was not that much interested in in, in doing the, the entertainment anymore so I, I kept doing it in the weekends hypnosis in the in the, the weekdays. But then I, um, because I like to organize things, uh, I was in touch with, with Jeffrey Stevens, uh, just on, on, a, on a chat box. And then I saw that he was uh, traveling to uh, Australia to do a, a training over there. And I said, hey, why don't you come to Belgium? I can organize the, it for you. I can host you in Belgium. He said, oh, why not? So I invited him here uh, over in Belgium. Then the year later, he came back and uh to do is it uh, yeah, he was here for like 14 uh, days so basic training and the advanced training and then we have we had uh, some chat also with my colleague from from the Netherlands and uh, Jeffrey uh, actually uh, asked us to become his trainers in Europe because of the fact that he couldn't come to Europe every every year or every every six months to do a training and he said you guys are using my techniques on a daily basis I know you're good at it so why don't you become uh, my trainers in in uh, Europe? So that's how I, I beca became a trainer, uh, and then I started. Uh, I, I rented a, uh, a place where I have a classroom and, and things like that. Uh, at the moment, we are already in another, in a bigger place here uh, in Belgium, same city. But um, so so that's how how the how things started. And then uh, yeah, one year later, Jeffrey died. Um, mm. He uh, died from uh, liver cancer, so uh, he, yeah, he was diagnosed, and like 14 days later, he, he died. So the family contacted me uh, after like uh, yeah, the same day to tell me he died, and then one week later, we had a chat about how we can uh, keep his work um, alive. So they asked me to, to do the trainings all around the world. Uh, so so that's what I'm doing, actually. I'm, I'm uh, now... Uh, at the moment, I'm I'm don't see that much clients as I used to do. So before I had like 35, so sometimes 40 clients a week. So now I maybe see like two or three clients a week because most of the time I'm running the business because I have uh, nine therapists working for me in here in Arscott, 
Uh, we also have an office in Ghent and in Antwerp. How's, um, how's all the COVID nonsense affected you over the past 12 months? Oh, it was it was bad. Uh, so yeah, that's one of the one of the things that I'm doing now most is 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 getting my business through the, this this COVID nonsense, of course, because I was in Australia. I was teaching in Australia when when Belgium went in lockdown. Uh, so, so yeah, I had to, to uh, so we, our schedule uh, for, we had, at that time we had eight uh, hypnotherapists, their schedule was full for like three weeks, but then they closed down all businesses in Belgium. So they have, to, the, the, and the big problem in Belgium, and, and I, I uh, got some feedback from, from people in the UK as well, uh, and the big difference with, with living in, the, in, or having a business in the UK or Belgium or, or Australia or, or the United States is, we start, or, or I ask my, my therapist to start calling the, the clients who had booked the session to see if they want to do a session on Zoom, an online session. But most of the Belgian people, they don't like, or, or they, they didn't know it because Belgium is so small that you, can, you can't drive for more than two hours in Belgium because you leave yeah. the country. So okay. when, when I start where, where I'm now, I'm, I live quite in the middle of Belgium. When I drive to one side, I, I hit the German border in like or, or the Dutch border, and then 10 minutes later the German border in one hour and 10 minutes. The other side, I, I hit France in one hour and a half. The other side, it's two hours, and then I hit the seaside, and then then the next thing is the UK. So, so people live very close to each other, so they don't use Zoom and 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 Skype and things that much. Uh, so so the regular people, the, the ones that, that, that are clients, when, when you tell, oh, we can do a session online, they are like, oh, online. So they, they don't know what. So in the first lockdown, they all said, oh, no, let's wait. We will we will come back in, in three weeks because at that time, the government said we had a lockdown for three weeks. Of course, yeah. now now we're almost one year later. So it's yeah. uh, so it was March when I was in uh, in in. Uh, in Australia, so I had to come back, and I came back to a country that was totally closed. So most of the time, I'm I'm um, adapting the business now, especially the trainings, because now now we are seeing clients live again. So we had, I think, we had two lockdowns that we couldn't see clients live, but now we are allowed to see clients live because, as hypnotherapists, we can we can uh, have the distance. We can have distance, and we don't have to touch the clients. I have uh, one of my uh, therapy rooms is rented out to a massage therapist. Of course, she can't work because yeah, she has to touch people. So, so yeah. they call it the contact professions. The contact professions can't work, but we, as as service professions, we can work because we don't have to. We we can ke uh, keep the distance. Um, so, but of course, the online the the trainings, all my trainings uh, from uh, uh, after March uh, twenty in March uh, since March twenty twenty were cancelled. So uh, I adapted all my trainings to do li uh, live and online trainings. It was actually Jason Lynette who gave me the idea to, because I didn't want to, to uh, transform my seven-day training to a seven-day training online. Because first, uh, I can't I can't uh, teach online uh, sitting in front of my 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 uh, camera or my my. Uh, my computer for like seven days, six mm. hours or seven hours a day because I have a back problem. Uh, when I'm teaching, I'm, I'm just walking around and then it's okay. But uh, so Jason and Lynette gave me the idea to do a live and hybrid training. So what I'm doing now is uh, people uh, first watch the, the professionally videotaped uh, material of my trainings. Luckily, yeah. I had it because I'm, I'm a freak uh, when it goes to cameras and uh, I have a pro I have a green key st uh, green key studio here. Uh, I have prof three professional cameras. I have sliding cameras. Uh, so when okay. when there is a training here, it will be it, it it's uh, filmed uh, with three cameras, uh, professionally edited. So I had everything. So the only thing that I had to do was create online trainings that people can watch. And what we do is every so it's a seven it, here it's normally a seven day training when it's live. But what we're doing now is we. Uh, they watch uh, from every day. They watch the, the, the videos, and then uh, every Wednesday evening uh, for six the weeks on a, uh, in a row, uh, we have an online uh, training as well. So they can ask me all the, their questions that they had from the videos, and they uh, and and we do the we do the exercises that we can do in the Zoom breakout rooms. Uh, I give some more demonstrations. So that's what we are doing now. So we 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 are still running, but of course. Um, 
those people they can do the training uh so so the, the it's actually the basic training a seven day basic training uh in which they also learn the jeffrey stevens protocol um but of course that we don't have much master classes going on and that's normal because my clients my my student clients are hypnotherapists and those hypnotherapists were not earning a lot of money uh the last year because of the fact that everything was closed yeah and, and so yeah they don't have the budget to pay masterclass so so yeah we are uh we are quite low on trainings now uh so that's yeah that's that's one of the but we, we still can the the biggest problem for me is when when actually my therapists can't work because then i have to pay uh, rent in three in three cities without income and that's hard <laughs> that's hard <laughs> yeah um hell. let's hope this doesn't drag on too much longer because just when you think it's light at the end of the tunnel they're going bloody block places down again uh, i so. think the yeah uh, especially also in belgium now the the what what they call the the uk uh, version of covid is is, is starting here so <laughs> uh so uh, yeah uh so i don't know what's going on um but whereas I we're hope. getting apparently the brazil and south african version yeah uh, so uh, we, we are getting the, the the british version they call it yeah. so it's uh yeah, but uh, let's see what what's happening. So, but so I don't think, I don't think we will do much traveling to com to conferences in 2021. So, I, yeah, no, it doesn't look like it's probably going to be uh, next year, isn't it? Before things get back back to normal. But fortunately, most of the conferences and stuff, the vast majority of them have actually moved online. Yeah, yeah. Um, even Blackpool, I saw that Blackpool is also going. Yeah, uh, the, uh, there's the odd listener and viewer who may also be into magic. In fact, there's a surprising number over the past 12 months. I've become amazed at how many hypnotherapists are interested in magic. Yeah, a lot, a lot. <laughs> uh, I knew there was obviously stage hypnotist interested in magic, but it's, mm. wow, there's a massive amount of therapists as well, mm. which you kind of have mixed the two, as I've done and a few a few other people in the past have done as well in terms of mentalism in particular, because it's got that context of the mind and the ability to, for us to what I would call ethically lie <laughs> because it's with positive intent of helping the client to nudge and guide them in the direction of being in the receptive state of mind um and in that regard you've got a book mentalism for hypnotherapist yeah which i've read the reviews on youtube and for anyone watching or listening watch the review i stand by it a million percent the only criticism i had of it Full disclosure, the rest of it was praise. The only criticism was, <laughs> I don't think you went quite far enough in giving examples of how mentalism can be, with a bit of ethical lying, used as the actual therapeutic process, mm. not just yep. the gateway. You cover very well the gateway, the gate, uh, you get them in the state uh, of mind to be hypnotised, but um, it can also, of course, be used as the therapeutic process almost mm. yeah i i saw your uh i saw your review on on uh on my book and of course that you're totally correct that's not in the book because i actually don't use it a lot in the therapy room i use it more more as a gateway uh because in my in when when people are here in a therapy room i think in belgium it's it's a bit tricky to do that um people sometimes know that that you're doing a trick or whatever and then uh people are in belgium people are really skeptical so so i think it's it's a bit tricky to do so so that's why i don't use it in the therapy room uh because uh you already mentioned that i'm that i'm a trainer of bob burns the swan and actually what i'm doing i use the swan almost every time because for me, that's also something that I, because what I do then, it's, it's, uh, I install the swan and uh, yes and no. And then I said, okay, now I want you to think uh, on a number between one and 10. And then I, I just reveal the number by using the swan. And that's for me, uh, the, 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 the gap between, between uh, using this and, and doing the actual hypnotherapy is so small because then, because I use those signals in my sessions sorry in my sessions as well so that's why i, I actually don't uh describe using uh, the mentalism actually in the therapy room for in, anyone in my wondering book. why rob just wiggled his finger like that um it's to indicate idiomotor responses yeah <laughs> I am, uh, 
uh, i.e. non-verbal direct communication with the unconscious subconscious mind uh, without the person's conscious awareness which has taken many many forms over the centuries um, one of which we're going to get Rob to talk about in a minute arguably probably the earliest publications that I personally come across go back to sort of the 18th century uh, on what would these days be called clairvoyance and um, there's one that I've actually got that in it it's probably the first one where I have seen use of a pendulum and the per well I haven't got my pendulum out I should have got it out really I should have planned but we'll pretend that's the chain of the pendulum hanging down people who are listening You'll have to use your imagination or go on YouTube. And, um, yeah, I found an image in an old 18th century book on um, basically psychic-type stuff. And there is the hand uh, holding the pendulum. This arm, by the way, is supposed to be a tabletop or <laughs> that meaning of, yeah. or a chair. But, um, and that's probably the earliest mention I've seen of and that just predating all Chevrolet's pendulum and all that kind of stuff. But idiomotor response, you know, getting a, a signal of, uh, give me a signal that's yes, and it might go in a circle or a straight line. You let them decide, as it were, and then getting one for no, maybe one for maybe. And it actually, in this book, goes on about how you can question people and through the yeses, nos, and maybes, use it to do what these days we'd call psychotherapy or counselling, but obviously they weren't using those terms back then. No, no, of course. Uh -oh. And when Bob came out with the swan, which I actually helped him launch, he will tell you that's untrue, but, I mean, that's um, a different story. Anyone who wants to know the truth, go on facebook.com forward slash Alex the Hypnotist, click on photos and albums, and look at the one Bob Burns defamation of character. <laughs> um, for some reason... He wants to blatantly lie and say, I didn't give him the marketing advice to launch it. But there you go. Screenshots prove different. I told him two things at the time. One, that ultimately the swan is just a naked pendulum. In other words, it's the pendulum with, because you're in the position you would be using a pendulum. Yep. And it works for exactly the reason a pendulum does. And that the swan conveniently, it, well, it, it's so cold because it looks like a swan. But again, he denies that um, any hypnosis is involved, pretty much, generally. Um, but SWAN conveniently stands for subconscious wave analytical negation, which is exactly what you do in fixation of attention on one thing, bypass the analytical critical faculty for a slight idiomotor movement of the... That's my take on it. Um, but tell us a bit more about the swan, because despite the fact Bob Burns is a blatant liar, um, the actual technique is useful and powerful. It's uh, and I good. I, when I when I'm teaching the swan, uh, I really uh, and that that's how I, I, I market it here in Belgium because I, I'm the trainer for for the swan in in uh, Belgium. Uh, so I I. Tell it to, I tell to my students that it, it's one thing that you should have in your toolbox because for me it's it's really uh, it, it it gives uh, many advantages when you, when you have it and and I always tell uh, my students that it makes it made the lives of hypnotherapists much easier uh, since since that technique is there of course you can use other ways of uh, uh, IMRs as well but I I, I love the fact that um, I use it before I, I, I start doing anything. So my clients are, are coming in. I don't do pre-talks. Uh, my my pre-talk is on a video. Uh, I have some some uh, an explanation on YouTube why I do that. Uh, because first, I don't want to, to tell every time the same thing to clients that oh, you're not going to sleep. And they don't listen anyway, so I send it in a video. <laughs> and now they're, they're much better prepared. So, so it's actually my topic when uh, Hypnotots is going on in Las Vegas. I will talk there about video intakes and also like interactive video intakes, something new that I'm working on. But uh, so I don't do intake. So, so like five minutes after the client enter uh, my office, we are already doing something, and and that's uh, that's the swan. So I will install the swan, uh, the entire routine, uh, and and then I will also go to the to the yes and no signals, and then play some some uh, a, a little game uh, in my book Mentalism for for hypnotherapist. I I explain the same game, but then with with a pendulum. Um, so so I will. 
Uh, ask them just to think on a number between one and ten, and then then the swan will reveal the number because I just want I just ask it. The swan gives yes and no, and then I will have the number. Sometimes I, I play another game with a color as well. But first, uh, what what it what it does for me is uh, first I see the reaction of my client. I I know. Uh, whether he, he he or she has a very good uh, movement with the swan, that, that that I actually get yes or no signals, uh, so those things. But of course, it's also the first convincer for me. It's it's a very uh, that that's the most important part because people come in and, m like I already told, most of Belgian people are really skeptical. So it's it's first it's a big step to go and see a hypnotherapist, especially when Why? they don't have a referral. Why do you think that is? Because you've said that a few times. Belgian I think, people I think are particularly skeptical. Yeah, I think because we are so down, down to earth. Belgian people are, are really down to earth. They they they, they don't uh, believe something like right away or or. Uh, so I think we all have a very big uh, critical uh, faculty going on. I don't. I don't. I think that's that's what's going on. Yeah. Um, they, they, most of them are also quite introverted, so they are not like like we, we we are totally different than like like Dutch people. We speak we speak the same language, but most of the time they are more extrovert and we are more introverts. So I see it with my students. Uh, so so when when my students leave my my training. Um, a lot of them, they, they are really like, mm, maybe we should do another training before we start, or, or I'm going to wait to hypnotize people uh, after I did some more trainings. Uh, like like when you see people from the Netherlands, they, they I always say they already have their website ready before they sign up for the training. So, so they are totally different. They are more like, oh, let's go out there. I, I'm the hypnotist. So I'm, I'm more like, like Dutch. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I act more like that. So, uh, but then they are in my office, and they see something happening. So uh, I had it, I had it with, with me medical trained people who finally decide to, to to see a hypnotherapist for their problem. So for them it was even a bigger step because, and then the moment I start talking uh, uh, about the, the swan, uh, I say uh, we we and I don't say we we uh, I'm going to test to see if you're a good subject. No, I just say. I'm just going to see how your subconscious mind is going to react, and then we can see how we how we proceed. And then, like like one minute later, that their their hand is moving without them doing it. So for them, especially for those medical trained people, it's like they they have like like um, uh, something going on in their mind. Like this is not possible because the moment I start talking to their subconscious mind, so. They think I'm just talking to their hand. That's what what they are thinking, and and I actually say I'm talking to your subconscious mind. And then you, I see, I see the change in their face, and they say, in inside they are thinking, oh no, I made a bad decision because this guy is crazy. Um, so I see, and then all of a sudden the hand does this, and then and they 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 know, especially medical trained people, they know that they didn't do it themselves. So they are like, whoa. I had one. Uh, it was a, a psychologist, and and she started crying. See, it was the reaction of of uh, of her as she started crying. But at that time, they are already convinced that something is going to happen. And then, uh, then sometimes, now a lot, I I just don't go to the to the, the therapy uh, chair anymore. Uh, I just keep working. I just say, hey, mm -hmm. hey, uh, subconscious mind, can you uh, can you hypnotize? Uh, this person, oh yeah, just turn the hand inside, bring him in a deep side of hypnosis. So just to play, I, use it, I use it in my inside my session as well. Just to play devil's advocate, bearing in mind I stress for viewers and listeners at home, despite anything I may have said about Bob Burns, um, who I actually think is a wonderfully skilled individual. Okay, I want that to be quite clear. Um, it's just that I'm also, like I said before, making it quite clear that. Um, he's the liar and the one guilty of defamation and the evidence is out there but that doesn't take away from the technique i'm making that clear as well while we're here um but from the actual technique point of view naked pendulum as i call it but the swan i have found uh that that's the table again for people at home um <laughs> That if I, and this is not appropriate during COVID anyway, because you're not allowed to bloody uh, touch people because of social no. distancing. But pre-COVID and when we get back to normal, I found that if I go up to them, if I show them like that, and then they go and put their hand elbow on the 
chair, arm or whatever, uh, and kind of get into position. That it doesn't, unless by sheer fluke, they do it so they end up kind of, well, let's say we told them to do it like that, okay? If they perfectly do it straight away, fine. If it's not in that kind of position to start with, I will go up and kind of go, no, 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 and put them in the position so that it's like this, where we've gone from the arm being straight out in front of them. It's ultimately going up just so you get for people at home so that the tendons on this arm are there and the hand goes down like that because it's slightly uncomfortable. And those tendons here... In that position, starting position, after a while, start, and it's not long, it only takes a matter of seconds, you can try it yourself, start to hurt a bit. Mm. If you draw conscious awareness to it, it starts to hurt a bit. And naturally, it starts to feel so much better when you move the arm, because now the tension isn't on those tendons in the same way. The first actual movement happens due to a physiological movement trick. Yeah, um, when you put it more to when, when you put it a bit more to the outside, that, that yeah, that's normal now. But that, which makes sure well, I, that there is a movement to start yeah. with, which is acts as a further convincer, meaning the people who might not have been quite as quick in responding are more likely then to proceed with the rest of the Swan Protocol. Yeah. Back. Uh, one one of the that, that's the that's the skeptical mind of Belgian people. One of my my friends, he, uh, I, I was doing it in a, just on a, on a party, and and he said, oh, but that's normal because the hand will relax. And and then after a while, I I had the hand going back to the starting position, and then he was like, mm, no, that's not normal. <laughs> so so that's uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Of course, it's it's something that 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 you can use uh, when the when there is. The first, the first movement is is actually doing a lot. When when you have the first movement, and 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 especially when it when it's quite a big one, people start like, "Whoa, what's going on?" And then they go on. Uh, then it will will start uh, to work even better. But I use it as a convincer, but also on a on. A, I use it a lot in my session. So I combine. My, my my direct hypnosis uh, approach, so the, the things that I learned from Jeffrey, uh, with this, so so I, I I combine it a lot, I I, I mangle it a lot. Oh. So I mean, do you you because I assume you use it well the same way Bob does. So it's 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 does you use this before doing any sort of formal trance induction hypnotherapy work? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I I use it uh, before the session, before people are hypnotized, and uh, what, what I do sometimes, not always, but I use it inside a session as well. So so somewhere, well, when I when I had a chat with the subconscious mind, I, I can use it uh, as a uh, in the in the Jeffrey Stevens protocol. You you say something like, uh, you talk to the subconscious mind, and after a while you say, uh, not your head if you're accept and understand. But then I use the, the and then I use if I if I know that that client had a good uh, good yes and no then I just ask uh, the subconscious mind to give a uh, signal instead of nodding the head. So so I use it inside of the hypnosis as well. I know there is a big discussion going on uh, so in the me... world about is this one hypnosis or not. I actually don't care. For me, it's just a tool that I use and and it's. I, I, I don't go into into all those discussions about yeah. is it hypnosis not also with there are the other uh, well, I think it, big discussions not, do you use it, do you need an induction or not I don't no, care that, there's not really a discussion to have is there because ultimately either a hypnosis exists in the way that lots of people put it out to be in which case that involves fixation of attention and bypass of the critical faculty in which case you've got both of those happening with the swan in which case it's hypnosis. Or hypnosis doesn't exist the way that lots of people teach it, and it is just purely nothing more than important seeming ritualistic processes, placebo triggers, manipulating beliefs, exceptions, and uh, belief expectancies and perceptions. But in which case, also all of them are present, so therefore it's not hypnosis. Mm. So the first question should be, I. The, if, if they're going to waste time debating something like that is what actually bloody is hypnosis because whatever yeah. hypnosis is i would argue the swan is as well yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, as that, any work is. of course the discussions always start yeah first at what is hypnosis and then for me uh one thing that i tell my students also uh 
for me, I don't care on, on how it's working or, or why it's working. If it tomorrow uh, and I, I find a technique that I just put somebody on a chair and I walk three times uh, in a circle uh, and, and he's cured of whatever problem he has, okay, I don't care. That's good because yeah. my, goal is to, my goal is to give my client a change. And how did I do the change and how does it work or how, why does it work? Uh, because, yeah, we are working with people's minds, so we will never have a, a proof of, of is there a subconscious mind, is there not, is there whatever, I don't care. So as long as the techniques that I'm using work and I have good results, I don't care about the definitions. For me, it's, exactly. it's really not important. And no. your clients couldn't care less either. No, no, they, 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 just want... they don't know the definitions. They, they don't know the discussions that we all have in Facebook groups and, uh, and at, at bars at the conventions and conferences uh, or whatever. So, so yeah, but yeah, we have to have to do something. So, <laughs> yeah. so you, I mean, that's the more, com you then go into the more conventional hypnotherapy mm -hmm. with your clients, which obviously uh, I'm guessing is largely based on that which, you now teach Jeffrey Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I use direct hypnosis uh, most of the time. So, so my sessions are really short, uh, are powerful, uh, but short. So what, what most of the time what we are doing is actually just uh, uh, talking to the subconscious mind. I, I never use regression, uh, only when I have to, to, when somebody lost something or, or, or when I do forensic work, I, I sometimes do forensic work as well. Then I use regression, but um, not 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 regression to cause. I'm 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 actually Jeffrey was 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 a more uh, he was really against using regression to cause. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm I'm more like okay, I'm not trained in it. Uh, I can do it, uh, but but I'm not I'm not used to do it a lot. And for me, it's it's more like I'm not trained as a psychotherapist or like a, or as a psychologist. So what I don't like about regression to cause is when you just regress somebody to the course and there some information will be revealed that that the client didn't know up front i'm not trained to to, to have a chat uh, after that session with the client uh, about that so and I, I don't think it's very um it's a very good thing to 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 um get things out of of the past uh mm -hmm. in in the present and then not be able to to help the client on a conscious level i i don't work on conscious level i I'm not trained to, to work on a conscious level. Uh, I don't see myself as a as a, a conscious level coach. I'm a hypnotherapist. I want to I want to work with the subconscious mind or the unconscious mind, whatever you call it. So um, so my, my my approach it's 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 really the direct approach that I that I, of course I learned from uh, from Jeffrey Stevens and also those are the techniques that I teach my my students. Um, I'm I'm developing my own uh, style, of course. Then that, that's normal, and and creating my own uh, programs or protocols. So I, I recently uh, created uh, a hypnotic breast enlargement protocol uh, that that has really good results, and it's actually came from from something that I uh, more like a joke that I was making, uh, or not a joke, but people thought it was a joke. So when I'm when I do a training. Uh, of, there's always a, a moment that people ask, what can you do with hypnotherapy? And then I start the, mentioning the obvious things like, like, um, yeah, stop smoking, weight loss, uh, and so on and so on, phobias and so on. And I always ended with breast enlargement. And when I'm teaching, that's the entertainer or the clown in me, I'm, I'm doing a lot of, of jokes and, and mm -hmm. magic tricks during the trainings and things like that. Uh, so people thought it was another joke, and and they start laughing. And I said, no, no, there is actually uh, there has been some research in the 70s about breast enlargement. And then I say, have you ever done it? No, I never did it. Uh, do you know a protocol? No, I don't know an actual protocol about it. But I promised my students uh, the moment I I start seeing less clients, because at that time I already had that in my mind to 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 uh, give more of the work to my my uh, therapists. And, and start researching and doing other things. Um, I said the moment I start doing that, that's the f <clears throat> sorry, that's the first thing on my list. So like two years ago, uh, I start doing some some research on hypnotic breast enlargement. I had some some trial sessions with with uh, female uh, students and clients, uh, and we had very good results. So uh, then I, I start uh, 
developing the protocol more. I created a training. And now I have, uh, I think, about 10 practitioners all around the world. We're looking for more in different countries. Um, so hypnotic uh, breast enlargement practitioners. Also, those people, uh, they are starting to do the, the, the first sessions now. Uh, and some of them, they already done, uh, did their first session. They have very good, uh, very good results. So it was something that... that um, the, the, other, the one problem with, with hypnotic breast enlargement is that I don't put it on my regular website. In a country like Belgium, uh, with the skeptical people, when I put it on my, my general hypnosis web website and you are looking for, for a hypnotherapist for stop smoking and then you see mm, breast enlargement, no, that's not a serious guy. Because most of the people, and I was the same, the, the, first, the first time when I read about breast enlargement with hypnosis, I was like, yeah, right. So I wanted to... to to see it, it's, it, it sounds uh, nasty, but I wanted to, to experience it in, with my own eyes. So, so I had... I oh, had it, definitely, uh, it definitely works, no yeah, doubt about it. I mean, in um, 1994, the Sun newspaper in England, which was at the time the biggest red newspaper, uh, ran a feature on the fact that in my former name of Alex Leroy, I was helping uh, lap dancers and uh, strippers to increase the breast size and they, they followed the results and mm, it does work i would still argue law that the largest part of it which doesn't matter because if the person's got a result as far as they're concerned they have the largest part is that it gives the person more self-esteem and the people that tend to want a, a breast increase tend to have self-esteem or issues and obviously with therapy you can massively help them with that and that's built into the um thing in itself so that itself gets them to notice themselves in a better light anyway mm. as well yeah one of the things that i um what i'm doing now is uh i, di I didn't do it uh, during the trial but i i just start doing it with uh, with the paying clients um because sometimes they they um one the feedback that I got most is, oh, oh my bro, my boyfriend uh, noticed it before me. Uh, so what I ask my clients to do now is to take pictures. So just pictures uh, themselves, naked. They don't have to send them to me, but for themselves, they can if they really want. They can. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> no. Uh, so, but uh, so they just take pictures, and and every week they take another picture, and then they will they will it, it, same with weight loss. Uh, then, then, then it's, they will see the, the result uh, faster, and um, being being convinced that something is going on will also help, um, and that that that's yeah that's really important. So with with uh, apart from one, with all we had, we had very good results. Uh, yeah. So yeah, sometimes it, it's it's not a 100% uh, success rate, but that's with nothing. You can find out more at uh, the website links below the video of the speaker and go and visit and see what Rob does uh, in relation to this. I'll just add for people who think it sounds a bit batshit crazy or anything. Think of this. Women, when they have their periods, release uh, chemicals in the body, which can, for some, cause a natural increase. During pregnancy massive increase due to the hormones and, and chemicals released and if you look at the work of the likes of dr bruce lipton the biology of belief mm. and uh, the field of epigenetics there is now strong credible evidence that the mind can create chemical releases in the body well not just can it does every thought you have anger causes uh, you know relaxation causes different chemicals but you can also cause genetic change so it, when you put those together it's not really that batshit crazy the idea that you could help someone to increase the size of the breasts or yep. the for men another part of the body you know yeah, one of, one of the things that I uh, experienced, especially uh, in the trials, uh, was that I, I, uh, I had this online forum that they had to, to fill in every week with the measurements. And I, I also asked them to put the dates of uh, the, the periods uh, in there. So, uh -huh. And what I saw was that, of course, in the, when, when they have the period, the breast will increase. But in a normal situation, when they didn't have the hypnotherapy session, then the, the, 
the increasement will will go away off because the period is is uh, finished and w when they did a session the 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 the, the, the um, growth state so i saw that like they had one centimeter of growth uh when they had a period and then it stayed the week later and so every time they had a period they had a growth so so it takes some time and that's that's also one sometimes a problem especially i had one client and and she she, it, it was a bit of a, a special situation because she actually had her surgery uh, operation uh, booked with with the plastic surgeon. Oh, right. Uh, but it was yeah. cancelled. It was cancelled because of COVID. So uh, yeah, all those those unnecessary uh, uh, surgeries were cancelled uh, in in in. It started in March here well, in, that's in Belgium. Lucky so, for her in this context. Yeah, but then then she came to me um, because. She was referred by by one of her uh, uh, an uh, osteopath that she was uh, seeing, or her mother was seeing an osteopath, and that osteopath was one of the ladies that I did my trials with. So she said, "No, you have to do it on a on a natural way. Go and see Rob; he can help you." And so at first she she was not really convinced that hypnosis can help because she was in her mind the operation was the only thing that could help her. Yeah. So then then uh, she she. Uh, actually came to me with we did an online session because at that time it was still not allowed to do a session so we did an online session and uh, but the problem was that she she really wanted to go uh, like two cup size in in growth uh, I didn't promise her that it was possible so now she has one cup size growth but she's and it, it's it's going too slow for her so so and and the last weeks because yeah sometimes sometimes that's all that the body or the mind can do because I, I, I I, one of the things that I always do, and I'm not going to change that, is I always tell the subconscious mind, do whatever that's safe and healthy for her. So I'm not going to ask to do whatever. Uh, it might not be healthy. So I, I just say, I want you to do, I want you to change the breast to, to this size, but do it on a healthy level, on, a, on, the, on the, the, fast, the fastest way possible, but the most healthy yeah. way and the, the, the best way for her. And for her, it, it, it's actually going too slow. But of course, it's the body that has to do it. So, so you can't expect the same result as as coming out of of the hospital with 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 big boobs. Of course, that's not that's not going to. It takes time. And I had one girl. Uh, she she's a very good visualizer, and she had it on on like one month month and one week. She had the breast that she she wants, and she said because she was one of the first that that was taking the the, the pictures. Uh, she says it, they are actually the way that I visualized them. So, so but, but with her it was really fast. Sometimes it's really uh, slow, but that's because I, I really ask the subconscious mind to do it that way, yeah. the safe, the safe, most safe way. So that's really important. Now, obviously, a lot, there is the element of we've already discussed that it genuinely genetic change can take place. Okay. Um, People, go and do your research if, if you kind of find that one a bit. Mm. A large part, though, I think also does definitely come down to what um, Maxwell Maltz, the former plastic surgeon, but in his book Psycho-Cybernetics, that it, people come to see themselves differently because um, he gives the examples of people who had plastic surgery because they knew that was the answer and then they still didn't think they were big enough afterwards or that the nose was still too big even though it had been reduced because they hadn't dealt with what was in there. Yep. Whereas obviously you, with, with hypnosis, the approach you use, I use some other people, it, it can also deal with that as well, can't it? Yeah, of course. That, that, that's that's really important as well. It's the same with the virtual gastric band. Uh, people go mm. and uh, go to the hospital, have a, have a, a gastric band. But then they come out and they're still the same uh, emotional eaters or they are still the same binge eaters or they have emotional problems or they, 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 they have a partner is always telling them that they're going to be fat anyway. So so there are other things that need to be solved. And, and that's the good thing of, of doing uh, hypnotherapy because you can you can work on so many you levels. You proved you're a mentalist because really next important. on the list was gastric band and you, yeah. segued, <laughs> you segued into it perfectly. <laughs> Yes, I was going to say. Well, tell us yeah. a bit about your work as a licensed <laughs> trainer for Sheila Granger's gastric band, but you've already segued into it. Yeah, really. yeah. So yeah, so th that's one of the things that I do as well. I'm a, I'm a trainer for for Sheila Granger in in the Netherlands and uh, and uh, Belgium. So all the Dutch speakers uh, I do trainings for. 
Uh, and yeah, it, it, it's actually the same. It's it's the same uh, way of thinking when you don't uh, go through all the other emotional stuff. And then most of the time, when you do a good session, uh, you will you will hit those things, and and then you can uh, uh, resolve them. Uh, the the biggest problem the biggest problem with weight loss in my mind is not the person the person you can work with. But uh, the environment is, is something that you can't work with. You can you can make them stronger against the environment. But I had one one uh, client and she she had uh, very good results after the first session. And then uh, at the, at that session she already mentioned that her husband her husband was not her husband her, her boyfriend. Um, he was really jealous and he he was not really happy that she was going to. Uh, to lose weight because then she would be more attractive to other men and things like that and in his mind that was not a good idea so he was constantly sabotaging her he was making he was he was a hobby cook so he, he was preparing food all the time and then he was angry if she didn't want to eat it and things like that so like three months later she came back for her third session uh, because um, uh, I work a bit different in, in, in the, when they do the session, so third session when you need it. She came in and she said, yeah, I have to be honest, uh, it, it's not, uh, I stopped uh, listening to the recordings and, and anything because it, it was, uh, my, my boyfriend is terrible and, and then she left him and then we did another session and now everything is, is it's okay. So, so the environment is always something that, that we can't, we can't influence, uh, and we we had it we had it also with children. Of course, I don't work with children younger than 10 years. But one of my therapists, she specialized in working with children. But sometimes the problems are the parents, and yeah, then yeah. then you can do 100 sessions with a child. But yeah, sometimes the parents just uh, are not listening or don't want to change, and then. So, so that's one of the big reasons that that uh, sometimes people and that uh, it's a question I, I have every training uh, from from my students. Uh, do you give uh, something like a guarantee or whatever? I said, no, I don't give a money back guarantee. The only thing that I do is I will guarantee that me or my, my therapist, so that's also on our website, that me or my therapist will do whatever is in our power to help you. But of course we can't guarantee results because sometimes they don't tell the entire story. Sometimes they, have, they, they just have the environment that is, that is uh, sabotaging whatever you did. So there's so much going on in people's life, and and that's that's why yeah, but but those things are like like one one of the things that I, that I'm a bit changing now um, in in my my entire way of thinking about hypnosis. When I start doing hypnosis, and I, I and I'm marketed that way, and I think in the beginning that was really the the the, the difference. Sheila Granger called it uh, when we were together in in Florida, uh, not. This May, but the May before for the Daytona Beach Convention, we had a we had a dinner with the the Almonds and and some other presenters, Michael Andrews, some other presenters, and somebody asked me about how did you do that in Belgium? How did you from scratch build a big hypnotherapy business like this in Belgium? And Sheila said, uh, it's because Rob disrupted the market in Belgium, and that's what I actually did. I came I came with this powerful sessions with one session. Uh, therapy thing. Um, uh, so, so at that time, most of the hypnotherapists, there were not a lot, were uh, psychologists, and they 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 all used uh, long progressive muscle relaxation inductions. People had to come like five times, even for stop smoking. And then I yeah. came on the market with 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 my short and powerful sessions. With with most of the time, one session will 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 do the job. So what the, 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 the one thing that I'm changing a bit now is my perspective on, on the one session uh, thing. Because I still believe that one session can do the job, but most of the people, they want to see you for a second time. Even, even when that second time is just to, 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 to say how wonderful the session was and how good it worked. But some, they, have, they have some other thing that they want to work on or, or this little thing, or sometimes the, the, the problem with the environment. So, and I, I experienced that when, when I started doing the virtual gastric band, because then you see your clients multiple times. So you get more feedback, you, you get, and then you can sometimes with a little intervention, you can, you can make sure that, that the first session, because I think all the work is done in, in, the, in the first session, that the first session will still do the job. And sometimes people need that extra thing. So, so now also for the, for the breast enlargement, 
because my mind is now everything that you that that people don't see the result immediately and with, of course with weight loss you can't see the result immediately yes. with breast enlargement you can't see the result immediately i'm creating more like multiple session plans for that stop smoking they go out and they don't smoke so they've got a support so, system yeah, effectively yeah, yeah. then then they so they, then they see the result and when 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 the result is not possible to, to, to notice immediately, like weight loss, breast enlargement, and then some other things, then then uh, then I, I go to multiple sessions to have that support going on to, to yeah, because people are, are, are um, they start to doubt uh, really soon because we, we I used to do uh, weight loss sessions, one session with very good results. But sometimes then they, they just after one week, they say, oh, Rob, I don't think it's working. Okay, what do you expect that you lost uh, already like 10 kilograms over a week or whatever? So I had once uh, a girl uh, or a, a lady and she replied me uh, or she sent me a message the day after the session to say to, to mention that it was not working. It was weight loss. So one day after the session, she already knew that it was not going to work. Okay. What, you're going to go to sleep, wake up, and have lost the weight? Yeah. Wow, oh. magic. Yeah, I would be a multimillionaire if I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you as well. Every, right? every hypnotherapist would be a multimillionaire. Yeah. Mad. So, so yeah. What, what we, we, we've just gone over the hours, so I last couple of things. But fortunately, we've got through most of the uh, bullet points here. What does the – what have you got planned for the future? Obviously, I'm when sure. things have got back to normal. I'm working on a, on a lot of stuff now, but but the thing that I'm working on now is it's another uh, another weight uh, weight loss protocol, and it's actually something that I'm doing myself now. So I'm, I'm I was the first test person. Uh, so uh, I'm and there are already uh, protocols uh, out there that that does the same, but I'm creating my own. So it's actually the combination between intermittent fasting and the hypnosis. So. Uh, I really, uh, I, I, I read a lot about intermittent fasting. Uh, I really like the approach. I, I see also what it does. Um, and that, that's actually something that I'm combining. So uh, I'm, I'm creating a program. The program is ready. I, I tested it on myself. Uh, how, I'm, I'm start doing it with clients now. How, so, how does that, I mean, obviously you've looked into it in, in Belgium, but I know that in England, if I as a hypnotherapist was to hypnotist, mind consultant, whatever title I was using. Mm -hmm. If I was to advise my clients to fast, and I know it's intermittent, on and off, but mm -hmm. if I was to advise them to do that, I'm putting myself in all manner of bloody legal hot water. Okay. Well. With potential, potential, because um, some people, well, the only way potentially avoiding that hot water would be that they've consulted with their normal medical GP to make yeah. sure there's no underlying reasons why they shouldn't that's, do that. That's, that's also some some recommendation that I will give them. But but uh, maybe the, the approach that I'm using is uh, I don't uh, decide what fast you're going to, to follow. So you you will all the information will be there. You pick you pick your okay. fasting plan, whatever that suits you. And I, as a hypnotist, will help you to, to first to, to follow your plan. And I will also make sure that, that uh, your subconscious mind knows what you want to do, that your subconscious mind knows what your target weight is, and that you will go there faster so that you will, will not have those hungry feelings uh, in, in your fasting uh, window. But oh, I'm yeah. not going to tell them. Uh, what what the fasting window should be so so I I the only thing that I said is uh, I, I will tell them it's also on my website uh, it's that the 16.8 is the most popular uh, and I will give them all information but I'm not going to decide what of the the fasting plan is that they should follow so so they can they can and all my website also mentioned that uh, yeah, people under 18 can't do it when you're pregnant you can't do it and yeah. so on and uh, when in doubt, always consult your uh, your, your GP or, or, or general practitioner or your medical Very doctor. Very important thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's amazing how many hypnotherapists out there, if you go doing a, an interesting two hours just looking at random websites, don't have warnings like that on their websites. Um, you, you need it nowadays because otherwise you can't use Google AdWords anymore because they just they just will not allow your uh, your advertisement. So they they uh, we have I have a, I have one guy uh, he's he's uh, a marketeer and the only thing that he's doing is is 
having conversations with Google because they they the when I started using Google AdWords, I can advertise whatever I want, and now now they 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 deny or they they disapprove every. Uh, so yeah. sometimes an ad is there for like three years, and then now and now we got we have, we had it the last few weeks, and then we got emails. Your ad is disapproved. Huh? It was there for three years, guys. <laughs> and then you can actually see how much you paid on Google to to have that ad, and you say so you had all this money, and now you don't want it. So it's yeah. One thing you can't do as as a when you're in a business uh, and you make the mistake to open your Google uh, ad manager, and you instead of last week you said lifetime, and then you see how much money you spent on lifetime ads to Google, and then then you get sick. Yeah, it's a it's a very nice Range Rover. <laughs> so, yeah, but the I have one, but, but in have fairness, uh, if you hadn't, then I know some of that will have been lost. Other will have reproduced a return on investment. I hadn't had this business. Okay, yeah. I know that. I know that. But it's yeah. it's it's the moment you see on the on on that screen, you say, "Whoa!" <laughs> you have to click it away because, of course, that that every every dollar or euro that is there, it, it was multiplied by five or maybe much more it's the mind <laughs> it's the mind <laughs> excellent so um your links will be below this video and the speaker um i will put your links there to the european hypnosis academy and hypnocentrum both websites and youtube channels because some really good videos on there that people can go and check out and uh, learn from uh frankly and um yeah, if there's any particular social media channels or anything you'd like me to bang the links to, just um, in, inbox me them. I will send them to you, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've, I've, I have a document with everything in, so I just sent you the document and then you have everything. Oh, excellent. Then I'll copy and paste them all in. And that yeah. way, and guys and girls watching or listening, you can just go below this, click on the links, go and check out the stuff, and then obviously reach out to Rob if you'd like to, and if it's geographically. I'll always start to do stuff online, so geographic's not as much of an issue. <laughs> um, if you'd like to, you know, look into his techniques, Jeffrey Stevens, direct hypnosis protocol, Sheila Granger's gastric band approach, Dave Alman's uh, techniques. Actually, yeah, yeah, that's one thing left on the list. We need to finish with that because <laughs> I've just realised we didn't cover that. We covered the Swan. We didn't cover David Al. You're a licensed I, trainer for the Alman. I, I, I still have like mm, three minutes because I have, I have a Zoom session. Uh, right. All right, talk, so. rapid, rapid, yeah, then yeah. finish. <laughs> What kind of stuff do you cover in the Dave Alman training? Obviously, Dave uh, it's actually it's actually the the the, the normal uh, the best best uh, practices from Dave Alman. Uh, I I, uh, I became a trainer like uh, one year and a half, two years ago, uh, and and the the a few of those things are all were already incorporated in our in our trainings like Dave Alman induction and things like that. But uh, actually, the 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 goal was uh, to to create some trainings. Uh, just a sec. Okay, Google, stop alarm. It's just Google telling me that there is a Zoom call waiting. I have to do yeah. it because otherwise I just keep working and yeah. I forgot my Zoom calls. So uh, actually, the goal was to to create uh, together with with a, with a, one of my students who is a dentist to create uh, more uh, trainings for dentists and and medical practitioners uh, using the Dave Alman approach uh, because of course yeah Dave Alman was known to train doctors uh, in in, uh, in in his time so but uh, yeah covid got in the way and uh, that's that's why we we didn't had a chance to to create that training but i'm i'm actually training the the best uh, best practices uh, of of Dave Alman so that that's uh, yeah sure. that's what we're doing so for details but, on that and everything else cuz Rob's got things he's got to do. Thank you for joining us. Sorry we overran a little bit there. Uh, <laughs> <It's everyone okay. laughs> check out the links below. Thank you so much indeed, Rob. It's been a pleasure. It was my pleasure. Thank you very much. We'll see you on the next edition of Hypnosis Week Live.